With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, this is uh, Michael, and it's old religion dystopia, knowing versus belief, and uh, first time guest, and someone that I've been looking forward to talking to for a while. As in the Bigfoot community, I'm not very popular. <laughs> by position. <clears throat> so it's nice to have someone who's, uh, you know, approaching this from a similar position. And that is Scott Carpenter. Now, Scott Carpenter, <clears throat> uh, he's an author of a book. And that book is uh, Bigfoot Field Journal, the written and photographic record of an, it should be in quotes, amateur Bigfoot researcher. So, uh, not the Bigfoot researcher part, but amateur. Uh, I don't believe he's an amateur in my my position. So uh, he's got a YouTube channel, Scott Carpenter, and uh, you could try to reach out to him uh, via Facebook. And he has joined uh, the Facebook page that I run. Uh, Bigfoot is demonic and the solution. Um. And so Scott has been around for a while. He's he's been he's interviewed he's been interviewed by several folks, and so I, I appreciate uh, Scott you giving me the opportunity to talk with you. Uh, I hope this is will be establish a friendship, and not just uh, kind of, and uh, being that we're got just two things common. One, one thing that's more important than the other, as far as things in common, that is we have a faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Correct. That's correct. I'm a born-again Christian. <laughs> there you go. So am I. And uh, the other thing is is that we do have a passion uh, for this particular subject, although God has led me <laughs> to a uh, uh, kind of a, I don't know how you feel about it, but it almost feels like it's our responsibility at this point to warn people what it's really going on. I don't know. But, but first we go on, you know, first of all, Car- uh, Scott, thank you for joining me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're welcome. It's a, it's a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad to do it. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I you know I I think you you know as we talk pre-show, you know this is a calling for you and and I believe the Lord led me into this research and He He led me for a reason. You know, I, there was you know this wasn't just for a a hobby on the weekend and uh, and uh, His uh, uh, fingerprint has been on uh, me and as I'm kind of meandered through this research and conclusions you you know god's led me and protected me and uh, all the way it's kind of like he knew that i could only take so much truth at a time so he would reveal a little bit and then let some experiences happen and then reveal a little bit more and so forth and so on so i kind of you know till i'm now where i'm at but i i think in his wisdom he knew i couldn't handle the truth all at once so he kind of had to spoon feed me you know over the last few years Oh yeah, I understand. I mean, the things that I've gone through, Scott. I mean, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't even interested in Bigfoot. God got a hold of me and said, "You're going to go do Bigfoot." 
And I mean, I did like when I started out last year, did 22 shows with MK Davis and, uh, you know what I mean? Until this finally got to a point where a breaking point and I was just like, he was insistent. This absolutely has to be his position, you know, of, uh, and I love bro. I love, uh, uh, I should say my brother, but I love, uh, MK, but, uh, it's just like, it was so obvious. I mean, last year, I'm not making this up. I saw the thing or versions thereof eight times in my town. Yeah, that's a lot. In my town. But the reason why that is is because of, uh, uh, I think God had his hand on it, and also because if you look at my the Facebook page, of uh, Bigfoot is demonic solution, and you look at the cover, the art, all those images are made taken of mine. I've taken hundreds and hundreds of images of things that look like Bigfoot, that don't look like Bigfoot, that look like elves, that look like trolls, that look like dogmen, that look like aliens. They're they're all together, brother. (laughs) They're they're in the middle of the All the same source, just different. You know, it's a you know, it's a literal uh, Lord of the Rings type situation out there. It really is. People don't freak show. Yeah, it is. It's a freak. And I think that one of the things, as brothers and sisters in Christ, is that the body of Christ is neglected. And big part is the fact that, uh, and we're going to talk about all this stuff, but is that the, uh, a third of our Lord Savior's ministry was dealing with demonic entities, spirits, evil spirits. And I strongly believe at this point that that's what we're dealing with. And we talk about demons. I, I think we're on the same page here. When you talk about Nephilim and the Nephilim spirits and, and then the Nephilim, is there any leftover, maybe leftover leftovers? It's, you know, maybe biological. It's all the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, because these things they manifest and then they go away. They're there one moment and they're gone. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. You you know exactly. What I'm saying. I know so, what you're saying. That, yeah, I mean that's we'll get into that. But yeah, it, it depends. On so now that we got through. it all solved, Scott. Now that we no, got we it all got solved, all, it, it was it was nice not talking to you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, hey, it, listen. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I hate to say that we there's a lot more. You know, there's I don't think this will ever be solved till the Lord returns. And uh, but you know. Like you said, I think our job is to inform the public, you know, and I'm doing that through uh, my research and books and, and you know, putting it out there for people, you know, to see, you know, and, you know, warn people that, you know, these things aren't what we think they are. And, uh, you know, I'm fighting the same battle you are, you know, you know, you know, I get contacted quite regularly by people that, you know, want to start this new hobby called Bigfoot Research. And so you've got, you know, and I've got to, you know, you know, you have to, you have to approach it in a, what's the word? You, you have to be easy into it. And, you know, you can't just say, you know, sometimes with people, you can't just say it's demonic run, you know, because they won't accept that. They'll, and you have to ease them into it. You know, there's a proper way to introduce them to the subject, and then you can warn them, and and you can get them, you know, understanding what they're dealing with. And so, you know. It, it, it's, you know, it's not, unfortunately, it's not cut and dry. <laughs> you just can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't, it's it's a complicated subject. It is a complicated subject. And when you, you tie everything that's involved, and my experience with, uh, and I'm not, I, I, 
dealing with, of all things, witchcraft being attacked, the spiritual attacks, and then, um, yeah. and Satanists are involved in this. I'm, I don't know if you knew that, brother, or not, but I'm mm-hmm. just, <laughs> why don't you start bringing up Jesus? Jesus, I'm aware uh, of the whole. I mean, the way the way to get if you're being uh, harassed by Bigfoot, the 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 proper way to get rid of it is to rebuke it and pray, uh, and pray for uh, protection. And uh, that's Amen. you know that that'll get rid of it. I mean, uh, uh, oh, yeah. you know, that's that's the only weapon. You know, everybody talks about. Well, I'll, you know, do you go armed? And I recommend people go armed. But in in the bottom line is. You know, I don't care what weapon you have. If you're, you know, if, if, if the restraint is lifted and they're allowed to come at you, the only thing that can stop them is is calling on the name of the Lord and rebuking them. That's it. And, Amen. Uh, that's it. I mean, you know. That's it. That's, I, it. that's absolutely it. That's a, I learned that one fast. <laughs> I learned that one fast. I didn't even know about deliverance or... Uh, the power and the blood of Jesus Christ as far as rebuking these type of spirits. I mean, I read about it in the Bible, but never had any experience. But once I started doing Bigfoot research, I'm like, whoa. In fact, that's a great way to actually find them, too. Just start talking about Jesus when you're out there in the woods or in the forest or whatever. And that real, bring them in. I guarantee you. Because they're they're fascinated by the name. They're fearful Mm -hmm. of the name. They're fascinated by the name. You know, before we get any further here, your Facebook page, you got uh, was an image of uh, the forest there somewhere, probably where you live there, to, down south. I'm up here in uh, Ohio on the Michigan border, and so that's where I. But did, yeah. did you, you, are you aware of what's in that image? Oh, I, there's probably all kinds of craziness in that image. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's some craziness in that image. It's interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the Great Smoky Mountains. That's from a trail I frequent, you know. And so, I'm sure there's something there. I mean, the camera picks up many many things, and so, you know, I focus on those things I can readily identify. But you know, if, if, if I got too involved into different pictures and stuff, that's probably all I'd be doing. So I just kind of. You know, it, it, my thing, if it isn't like obviously, you know, there where anybody and everybody can see it, I kind of just go on about Avoid my it. business just because, you know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to deal with, you know, lay people that, you know, if it's literally, if it doesn't walk out and, you know, you know, dance, you know, the two step in front of them, they're not going to be able to see it. So, yeah, but I understand. understand. I, un- I understand. Trust me. There's, I have a, you know, if you, I have hundreds of images that there's no doubt in my mind, but I never publish them because, you know, most people don't have the visual acuity, and also know that you know it's just it, you just wasted your time, and so I just you know I just kind of file them off as uh, interesting. There's there's one there, and and we you know, like I said, if it's not something that I can you know, visually see and, and anybody else can. I really, uh, I just, you know, I really don't publish it. Not, you know, not, you know, not because it's just, it just causes more trouble than it's worth. Right. I understand. Yeah. Especially in the Bigfoot community. I definitely understand that. So, um, uh, let's, 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 uh, let's talk from the beginning. I mean, what the heck got mm-hmm. you so motivated to become a Bigfoot <laughs> Uh, researcher. I mean, researcher. it's not well, like you're. Yeah, I mean, it's not. 
the normal thing for someone to say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm going to become a Bigfoot researcher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, that wasn't my, <laughs> no. This was definitely something I was led into. Uh, well, it actually started in, as childhood, and, and, and an interesting thing I've started correlating with people that have experiences of adult, almost everybody so far I've talked to that have had an experience as an adult and got sucked into researching or going out looking for them had a childhood experience. So they would have like a childhood experience somewhere, you know, between the ages of 5 and 15, 16, and then nothing until they were in their 30s and 40s, and then they would have some sort of major event that would then pique their interest. So these things, you know, target people, I think, at an early age for whatever reason. I don't know, but it seems like they target people, and then later they come back, whether it's, uh, you know, we used to call it, you know, you've been marked. But uh, when I was uh, just probably 10, 11 years old, uh, and I live in East Tennessee. And I live near the Smoky Mountains. I live in a town called Maribel now, but I lived in uh, North Knoxville uh, at the time when I grew up on a rural, in a rural area. And uh, the first experience with these things was uh, it was late in the evening. Johnny Carson was getting ready to come on. It means it was 1130. During the summer, uh, my dad was working the night shift. I was on the couch with my mom. We had a, a den that was a, a square den, and on the one end is the couch, and on the other end is the, is the, is the door going out the back. And mom said, you know, so, you know, I was sitting up with mom. She said, I'm going to take the garbage out. I'll be right back. She turns on the back light. She goes out the door. Of course, you know, it's, it's a glass door door and uh, back then you know we had 50 gallon drums at the back of the property line and so she walked you know she walked off there well she hadn't walked much walked off the back porch and of course the back porch light on these two little monkey like things run up on the back porch and they uh, lay their hands up on the on the glass and press their faces against the glass and start looking at me and it scares the women, that, you know, just scared me to death. You know, I, I just, you know, I was in shock. And uh, one of them was probably about four foot, and maybe the other one, maybe half a head taller. They looked, you know, like orangutans, except that their faces were, you know, extremely human. You know, they had, you know, they had like human noses, wide, flat mouths. They had big all, or big round, you know, dark eyes. And uh, they were both just staring at me, and then they smiled. Uh, and then uh, they looked at each other, looked back at me, and that uh, I calmed down a little bit. And then uh, you could hear Mom drop the lid on the on the garbage can. Of course, it you know rang and uh, made a loud noise, and they jerked their heads around real quick, and then ran off the back porch. And so when Mom came in, I said, "Mom, did you see those monkeys on the back porch?" And she says, "What monkeys?" And I said, there were two monkeys on the back porch. And she just kind of laughed at me. She said, there's no monkeys around here. And, you know, it must have been our neighbors playing a trick on us or something, you or something. I'm like, you know, our neighbors were, you know, <laughs> uh, brother and sister, and they were both blonde-headed. And I know I, my mom wasn't our neighbors. And she said, well, I don't know. But she said, I do know there was a skunk outside, which, you know, that was a telltale sign that, you know, you know they, they were there. She could smell them. And so that was the... You know, and that that actually gave me nightmares for several years because I didn't really know what they were. And um, it wasn't until 
uh, I was in my uh, early 20s when I saw one of those in search of TV shows where they actually were, you know, about Bigfoot, and they actually showed, you know, somebody, and one of them, they showed a drawing of an infant, and I was like, oh, well, that's what I saw. And so it kind of, you know, once I saw that, uh, as far as the nightmares and stuff, those, those things went away because, you know, I actually had what it was. But, I, you know, but I wasn't in the Bigfoot or anything, wasn't remotely interested. So fast forward uh, back to, you know, to like 2008, and I'm a, I've got a job. I'm an I'm a information systems guy. i got a degree in computer science, and I'm working for a small company. And I, I kind of was a, a one-man show, so during my lunch hour, there was literally nothing to do but sit, you know, sit by myself for a full hour. So on the on I from the computer, I'd pull up YouTube videos, and I started seeing these guys. You know, I kind of thought it was funny actually. And there's these guys running around the woods looking for Bigfoot, and they whoop and holler and beat tree, you know, beat on the side of trees and stuff like that. And so I, I got a kick out of that. So I just watched, I'd watch those videos as something to do, you know, eat my lunch. Well, you know, fast forward uh, the springtime, and I'm, I, I'm a avid fisherman, and uh, so I'm fishing on a lake, on lake called Teleco Lake, and uh, there's a about 1,500 rec, uh, acre recreation area that I'm fishing around, and I'm on a point. You know, and I'm doing throwing top water. It, it's a beautiful morning. It, it's quiet. You know, mist is coming up, and I'm throwing top water. And you know, I was just being—I don't know what got a hold of me to do this, but I, for some reason, I just decided to be stupid, and I, I did some of those whoops. So I got heard, you know, on the thing, and I, you know, and of course on the lake, you know, quiet like that in the morning. You talk about, you know, it echoed quite light, you know, everywhere. And I was looking around, and I hope nobody heard that. Cause there were houses right, you know, just right behind me, you know. I thought, boy, someone's probably thinking there's a loon out there on the lake, you know. So anyway, I, so I whooped about <laughs> three or four times, and I went back to fishing. Well, much to my surprise, uh, I heard something, you know, in the woods coming towards the bank, and it was crashing to the woods loud. I mean, it was and it was, you know, making a lot of noise. Now I do know that there are people that ride horses. Uh, on this problem, you know, on on this recreation area, you know, kind of at first I thought that, but as it kept coming, you know, it, it was snapping limbs, and it was definitely bipedal. I mean, it was literally stomping. It wasn't. I know what a horse sounds like, and it just kept getting closer and closer. And and by this time, I'm stopped fishing, you know, and I'm just kind of staring in the woods, like, what in the world's going on here? And this thing, whatever it is, I can't see it, but I can sure hear it. It comes almost. You know, just a, it just just stays back into the shadows, and I mean it's breaking limbs and it's it's just raising all kinds of sand. And you know, I'm like, there's no way it could be a you know somebody on a horse. I mean, it's it's like a thicket in there. It's so thick you couldn't even move. You, you know, you couldn't get a horse in there if you wanted to. And then you know, this thing starts going up and down, up around the point. You know, to go to the left, you know, twenty thirty feet, and then come back you know, 20, 30 feet, like it was looking for something. By this time, I'm thinking I'm a little bit too close to the bank. And so I kind of hit the trolling motor a couple of times to back myself off. My, the lure's still in the water and everything. I'm just kind of frozen. So I'm, I'm backing off. And I, the sun, the way the sun was coming up, it, you know, there was, there was light and shadows. And, of course, it would never would. I could see just flashes of something. 
but it never would, you know, come to the edge of the water to look out. It stayed back, and and it did, you know, did this for a few minutes, and then, you know, I, I, it may have may not have heard the trolling motor. I don't know. I, I stayed quiet. I didn't say nothing, and then finally it made two or three like uh, hump noises. I was hump, like you know, like uh, like an exasperation, and then whatever it was went back, you know, walked away. Of course, it didn't, you know, it just walked away. It didn't make all the crashing noise. And it just kind of, about, you know, just crunch, 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 and, you know, just worked its way through the brush and then was gone. And I was just in total shock. I couldn't believe what, you know, I just couldn't believe, it. you know, what in the world, you know, is this? And so, you know, that, of course, piqued my curiosity and, and got me to wondering what was going on. You know, why in the world? And, and, you know, I'm thinking I made some very bad whoops, you know, and but yet this thing reacted. Something brought it to the, you know, the shoreline. It was not happy. And so, uh, you know, the next weekend, you know, um, I grabbed my, you know, video camera and put my uh, hunting gear on. Of course, it was in the spring, and but and I hit this, uh, you know, and I went to investigate, started investigating, and that's kind of, that's what got me started in 2009, uh, you know, into Bigfoot research, of all things. <laughs> Are you there? I am here. Can oh, you hear okay. me? I'm sorry. Yeah, I can hear. No, you. I, was mute. I was muted. I thought I thought it wasn't. On. Anyways, this uh, this what your intro intro and how you got started raises up some very important questions. And the first one I'm going to ask you, and I don't know if you thought about this, but um, I have thought this quite a bit because I've talked to numerous people who are plagued by these things, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a common denominator: starting to watch video. And they're getting hooked on the videos. And I want to ask you a question. Uh, did you th- ever think about that before, prior to having your first initial experience as an adult? That, that it could be no. a correlation between I, that? I, you know, I really didn't put it together, no, because, I, you know, for me, I, it wasn't real serious. You know what I'm saying? I, I watched it for entertainment, not have an interest. I think, yeah, yeah I want to go do this. Well, right. how about today? Now, now, now that now that you you're more mature. Well, now, as as now that you bring that up, that's interesting. Yeah, that, that is interesting. That you know, you know and there, I may, just, there may have been something my, going on, you know, spiritually, spiritually before that. Yeah, right. In so other maybe, words, what I'm just noticing this is kind of, there's a correlation between people who are into like the paranormal and ghosts and all that kind of thing. And that uh, when people start, they, they start magnifying their attention to these things. They start thinking about it, and it becomes a obsession. It became a session for me. I mean, last mm-hmm. year, that's all I could think about. I mean, you know, blah, 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 you know, and I interviewed all sorts of people, and I was involved in this. That's all I could think about. And uh, even before I even went out to, to do any field research, because the first thing I had to do was learn about it and what to look for and all those sort of things, you know what I mean? The signs of their activity. And uh, I just, I get a very, at this point, I'm pretty confident that somehow we invite these things in. It's almost like we give them a, a legal right 
to interact with us because of us focusing on them in any way, shape, or form, which doesn't seem very fair. The surface, especially based on our ignorance, but the spiritual world is a little different than us. <laughs> yeah, certain. No, I percent agree with you. If you if you look at, you know, when you start to study this and you look at the supernatural world, you know, when we're talking about demons and fallen angels. Uh, and, you know, God has a set of rules, you know, laws, you know, that everything goes by. And, you know, and it's, 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 it's like a legal system. And I agree with you. I, there's no doubt in my mind that if you seek these things out, you are giving them permission then to interact with you, to follow you home, and to do other things. And it's, and even in ignorance, it doesn't matter. You have given them permission. You know, there's no, it's like they're, you know, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Now, I think God gives you grace and, you know, but I think, and, but the thing about it is there are consequences to these laws. And once you've entered into this and you've opened it up, you, you know, you, you know, they, that now that you've given them permission and, you know, they can follow you, they can interact with you, they can, you know, do things. And I, I 100% agree. And I, that's what I did. And that's what I try to tell other people. If you seek them out, you are giving them permission. And then my second right. sentence is, they will follow you home, period. And they did for me, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't and I didn't know that. In New York City, they'd follow you home. And so. by the way, a lot of other guys will not tell you up front or in your interview, when you do interviews with them. But once you get to know them, they'll tell you the same thing. It's just it's so common. It's ridiculous. So it's pretty much universal. If you're actively an active uh, active Bigfoot researcher, at some point things are going to be following you home. <laughs> That's just the yeah. way it is. And the, oh, and yeah. the things that you might see or not see, uh, but you'll see all sorts of things like footprints and handprints on your your car and all sorts of stuff. But anyways, then the next thing is, uh, so that was first. Then you're at the lake. Which is an ideal place too, because mm-hmm. something with water. And I know that we've done all of us have done it's done any serious research on this. There's a, a strong correlation with seeing having sightings and, and interactions around bodies of water, streams, and lakes. And I have mm-hmm. a strong theory about that. And where it comes back to my based on my theory on this, as Jesus told us, he says, you know, about the guy, you know, when you cast out a de- you know a demon or a devil out of a person, and then the devil He's in dry places, and he starts. He goes back to you, seven mm-hmm. more of his buddies, because. Uh, and what that is is, you know, God has made it very clear that these things do not like dry places. The number mm-hmm. of sightings that I see around uh, streams, lakes, and that kind of thing, uh, trees in particular, things popping literally out of the tree, <laughs> not just behind the tree, but actually out of the tree tells me that uh, there's something strong, strong correlation with trees and with uh, and water, and that uh, mm-hmm. they use the waterways, as everyone says, to travel, but they're not doing what most people think they're. That's the reason why, if if they were truly traveling like a bear or any other big, large mammal, there would be so many total signs of, of their activity in the water that it would be hard to miss at some point. So, mm-hmm. but they still can use that water travel. Now, if you take a look at, now look at it in more of a spiritual sense and 
and how they could do that. So anyway, that's something to come back to. And I don't want to, but the thing is, then you brought up is stayed back in the shadows. And there's so many times that I've gotten pictures of these things in the shadows. And I want to ask you that question from your research. Have you noticed that when you do capture images of these things and, and, and by the way, I do believe these things can manifest in the flesh. Totally. Cause I've oh, seen no, it. We're playing, I mean, I was involved uh, in the cross genome study. They, they, they have a body, you know, they are, you know, corporal. They have a body, they have DNA, uh, they bleed, you know, uh, you know, they defecate and everything. So, yeah. Right. And even if they are, uh, not corporeal, but they're actually some kind of. Uh, let's look at the like uh, the angelic beings that visited Abraham and Lot. Mm-hmm. They ate, and they must have had yeah. to take a poop as well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But they're there one moment yeah. and gone the next. Supernatural yeah. abilities and all that kind of thing. And I'm going to tell you something. This is going to mi- blow your mind away. I've got hundreds of images of orbs with the same type of faces of Bigfoot in the orbs, and also. This is really going to blow you away. You first say no, but the videos are on my YouTube channel, and there's lots of others. That the, the new with the new cameras, like the P900s and all that, mm-hmm. are capturing, mm-hmm. taking pictures of the stars, and those stars, mm-hmm. like the Bible says, the angels mm-hmm. are stars. Yeah, they're the, they're, they're, they're I'm more on the same page as you. I'm more with you than you realize. The stars are the, the stars are angels. They're luminaries. They've got a path to fall and uh they're not planets and you know there's no such thing as a sun and the planets are are basically wandering stars that most likely disobeyed you know the lord and uh you know they're trying to draw attention to themselves by taking their own orbits but you know Amen. Far, yeah. Could you, and, and yeah and but orbs, we're I catching mean, these I, images I, these images yeah yeah you know that and there's an orbs that are associated with these sightings, right? Oh yeah, I mean it's all. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I get too ahead of ourselves, but it's all tied together. <laughs> the, 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 all these different cryptids are all, you know, are all, you know, are all nephilim, some sort of, uh, you know, fallen angel manipulated being. Uh, right. You know, it's all it's all one big thing. It's not, you know, it's not it's like there's not the UFO and then if there's a wall between UFO and Bigfoot. No, it's all related. They're all this you know, it's all it's all one big it's all one big thing. It's it's Oh just, yeah. You know, I I never even seen a bit a UFO until I started doing field research for Bigfoot. Next thing you know, yeah. start seeing UFOs. Have you had that experience? Yeah. I've seen one yeah. walking around my house before. I got a picture of it. It was it was the picture's not very good, but, you know, it, it was obviously trying to get my attention the way it flew in the air, you know, and because I took out my cell phone out and took a, a couple pictures, but it's just a, like any UFO, it's just a little silver dot up in the sky. It's like, you know, woo-hoo. Sure. But, but, you know, what it was doing, you know, it, they got my attention. Uh, you know, no, uh, it, you know, it's hard, you know, that's, like I said, that was part of the, uh, uh, process that the Lord took me through is, you know, I started off like everybody else, thinking of some sort of bipedal ape. And, you know, I'm a Christian, so I'm, you know, and, and I'm kind of perplexed by it. I'm thinking, so what, you know, what is this thing, you know, because, you know, God, you know, I know that, you know, you know, man, I mean, you know, everything, you know, God, all things are possible. So, you know, you know, and, you know, and, 
you know, it could have been some sort of hairy, you know, there could be an offshoot, you know, but I, you know, since I know evolution's, you know, a pile of poo, you know, I know, that, yes. you know, well, it's not That's anything true. evolved. It's not anything evolved. And, you know, then you start looking, maybe it's, you know, Sons of Esau or something like that, whatever. But, you know, I, like everybody, you start off with my big late. And then as you begin to research it, uh, you realize, well, this thing's not about people late. It's extremely intelligent. It, it knows what a you know camera is, and it knows this thing, it knows that. And and then you see one, and then you're like, well, that didn't look like no ape. That had the face of a human being. That's true. And then and then you get the super intelligence, and then all of a sudden you go from it's about people ape to some sort of human hobby. And then. You know that, and then the next progression for me was then the supernatural. You know, the, you know, stuff starts happening. As I like to say, the woo starts happening. And this is the progression of every. I don't care if it's Jeff Meldrum, if it's Matt Moneymaker, any of these people. They, they they don't say anything. Number one, because they don't want people to think they're crazy. Number two, they're making a lot of money off of it, so they don't want to kill a golden goose. But you know, every it has, I mean, this progression is it happens with anybody that stays in this for more than a few years. Is you know, it's a bipedal ape, and then it's a human hybrid, then the woo and the supernatural stuff start happening, and the orbs show up. The orbs show up, and then the, you know, and then the you know the other types of cryptids show up, whether it be dog man, goat man, little people, you name it. You know the you know the grays, you know whatever you want to call them. Uh, all these different things start showing up and start happening to these people. But, of course, they keep their mouth shut about the latter part. <laughs> then you get the mind speak, which I think is extremely dangerous, and people need to not let them do that. Uh, and, you know, because basically they're letting them into your mind, and, and you know, you know that's just that's bad, you know, five different ways, that's bad. But that this all happens to everybody. And so, of course, you know, with my, with my being a Christian, in my worldview, when I started getting to the, the weird supernatural stuff, that's when I, that's when I started really just digging, and that's when I found people like L.A. Marzulli and Rob Skiba and and the natural stuff, and and it started looking in that direction and looking at the Bible because I'm thinking, okay, these things, you know, I recognize the things that are happening here, you know, these things are, you know, are supernatural, and, and if you're talk, we start talking about supernatural, then it can only be one thing. And that's you know that's fallen angels and, and demonic activity, you know, okay. you, you know, and you just have to you know, and and a lot of people romanticize this. I understand, you know, it's the keeper of the forest crap, you know, and and that <laughs> you just have you have to let you know, and it you know it's a process. You just have to let go of it. You have to let go, and you know, and and number one, you know. You know, you know, I could tell, tell you, know, you one God, thing. I God can... is telling you what they are, and He told me, you know, this is what they are. And he, but He revealed it to me in such a way that, you know, you know, one step at a time. And then once, it, once I was ready, He kind of just like, boom, here's what they are. And it's like, oh, you know, and it's like, you, you, well, now I can see it, but, but you know, but if it, you know, I would never believe it in 2009. And so, you know, that's the progression I went through. And, of course, I wrote the book, Annapolis Among Us, you know, and kind of laid out my case to why I think that the Bigfoot and these other creatures are, you know, Annapolis and, and demonic. So, you know, that, but that's, to me, there's a, there's a, like you said, there's a natural progression. And Right. Well, my, you know, my progression was, was not very natural, it sounds like, because mine was like, 
bam. <laughs> yeah. Well, well some anyways, people, you, you were ready for it. I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? In my, well, in my I, experience I, is how God led me into it. If you're I, I was, prepared I, for it, then... I wasn't ready for it either. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, I was uh, shocked in my system all the way around when it, from the fact that the Lord actually, pretty much directed me to go this direction to um, within within less than a year, within within mm-hmm. six months, actually having sightings and also. But anyways, and I can tell you as far as you brought the thing up about the Bigfoot being a keeper of the forest, well. He's doing a darn good job of destroying the forest in my town. Yeah. I got a video I just put out, um, and you know, if you go back there, if you ever go check out my YouTube channel, I know you're busy and all that, but I'm not trying to push my stuff at all. But um, I just I did a, a, a research. Uh, it's called Bigfoot Field uh Research Michael Adams and Eric Gibbs, a friend of mine, we went to an area where there's a big giant X structure, and it's just. And I knew because what happened was in, in December, I had a major spiritual attack, major one, mm-hmm. and I'm totally convinced that witchcraft was involved and in the things that I saw that it, it, it spiritually attacked me and my little boy, who was he's six, and um, it really got me praying real hard, real hard. Uh, especially um, after that one and uh, the things that I saw and I even captured on film in my neighbor's yard and all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, right after that, the woods, just like something went through it. This is December. We don't have hurricanes or tornadoes where I live in December. We rarely have a tornado. We definitely don't have a hurricane. And so... Uh, and something went through there and just wiped out the <laughs> trees all over the place, everywhere. And, you know, you're looking at it, and, you know, the tree lanes and the X structures and the teepees and all that. And, like, we went there, and it's like, don't be surprised to find some very high strangeness in that area. But um, So, anyways, yeah, my show at this point is, like, Bigfoot 401, not 101. So don't feel bad about it. I, I know. Okay, this so this show, this is not. Yeah, I'm not here for the numbers. Okay, I'm yeah. here for the truth and share the truth. And and I, I for you even to be with me at this point, knowing how the, not, the vast majority of the Bigfoot community has pretty much rejected me for even mentioning the name of Jesus Christ is tells me that God's. And you know, you and I didn't even talk. We didn't even met each other until this. No, night. I haven't talked. I, I may have been. I was on MK Davis's show a while back, maybe a couple of years ago. I don't know if you were doing interviews with him then. You may have interviewed me then, it no. may, but it may have been someone else. MK does a like thirty minute or one hour show, and I was on that show. Yeah, I didn't start doing this until last year. Okay, and so yeah, had, yeah, yeah, it was before. Okay. Yeah, me, me and MK are, I don't, we're, we're buddies, friends. I've never met him in person, but since we, you know, through David Plotty's common associate and friend, and then, you know, we, we've, we've talked and, you know, had phone calls and stuff like that, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, so I got, I got, I got nothing negative to say about MK. He's just, no, he's, MK, he's, they, they, MK's a good guy. I'm a, you know, I'm a live and let live, you know, I, you know, if you know, I, I speak the truth and I give my opinion, 
And if you have another opinion, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to throw you under the bus because you disagree with me. That's fine. If you, you think they're X, that's fine. You think they're X. I, I kind of believe they're, you know, something else. Uh, but it never, you know what I'm saying, I don't let it, you know, disrupt, uh, you know, fellowship. If they want to break fellowship with me, that's fine. That's their business. But I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, if, if someone still, you know, if someone still believes sure. they're the keeper of the forest, I'll warn them and say, you better watch out and be careful. And this could happen. And, but you know, I'm not. You know, what I'm saying I'm not. I'm not like, oh, I'm never going to talk to you again. You know, because you think right. they're whatever. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. I just, you know, I just don't think that's the right way to, to, to handle that. And I, but yeah, I, you know, a lot of people. I, I think things are switching slowly but surely. Uh, more people seem to be open to. Now here, you know. When I'm when I'm given a secular interview where I know you know I'm dealing with people that you know they may you know are just you know are extremely ignorant about the Bible and the Nephilim and and the whole of what's really going on. Many times I say if you don't if you can't accept you know their Nephilim, I said let, let, let's let's do this for you. All right, they're related to. Uh, you know, if fallen angel equals extraterrestrial or interdimensional, and then, and then you can kind of get that common link because they'll go, oh, okay, I got it now, because a lot right. of people won't believe in the, you know, won't believe in, uh, you know, in the spiritual link, but they have no problem saying, okay, you know, Bigfoot is a genetically engineered being that these extraterrestrials made and put here, and that right. that's kind of like the alternate to the Christian view. But oh, and you'd be surprised how many people literally believe. I mean, seriously, people, that's that's what they think. They think Bigfoot is a genetically engineered being that was placed here, them and some of the others, by, you know, by extraterrestrials. Right. So, well, and, I, and by I, that, know, by I know, I know, I know, I know that you, you and I are in the, in the, the cryptic community, you and I are the rarity. So I mean, it's like, yeah. And by the way, I, I don't. I'm the same way as you. I'm not going to disfellowship. I don't have to. I just, I start bringing yeah. up demons and nephilim and all that. They're going to disfellowship me. So I, but I don't mean yeah. to do that. But that's just how it is, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I don't disfellowship anybody as, as far as the community goes. Uh, and you know, of course, it's not. I don't know if disfellowship is the right word, but I don't think. Yeah. You know, I, we reject them. I'm not going to reject a person because of their worldview, because there's always that opportunity that, that you know, the spirit of God or whatever will wake them up and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah. I, I I understand where you're coming from, and that, and and I know that you have to walk a different line than I do because of certain circumstances. But, um, but if, as far as you know, I uh, I am a researcher first and foremost, and I'm really never. Um, you are too, though. I mean, so let, I should rephrase that. I just think it's like one of those. I mean, you you're you're in a different kind of boat because you've been doing. You're in it for ten years, and um, you've made all these friendships and all that kind of stuff. And and I know just from the friends that I've made that uh, are, are staunch, ardent. Uh, this is a Either we nobody knows what it is, or is a flesh and blood thing. They, they get very upset with folks like yeah. us. Or, but let's yeah. okay. Genesis six four. Let's do some uh, the, the foundation to get to this, leading into why you say nephilim. Okay, and I want to mm-hmm. read a few 
some verses here to get people, because most people might not even realize, especially if you never showed any interest at all in the Bible, which, by the way, that's who I was. I'm 50 years old, and uh, and it wasn't until like six years ago the guy got a hold of me, so I didn't, I didn't want anything to do with it. So I was convinced, mm-hmm. like everybody else, that uh, you know Christians, you know, were the ones behind the. Yeah, all sorts of terrible things, but that turned out not to be the case at all. So anyways, Genesis 6-4, and there were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, the sons of God that came unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. And the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. I'm going to read a couple more verses here. Numbers 13-33 is a very interesting one, if you think about it. And there... We saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which, and that's A-N-A-K, Anak, mm-hmm. which come from the giants. And we were uh, in our sight as grasshoppers. So uh, we were in their sight. Um, this is probably this KJV Bible, so it sounds a little different. It's just um Jude 1 6 uh, and the angels which kept not their first estate but left their habitation he hath reserved an everlasting chains under darkness unto the to the judgment of the great day um yeah, we could just stop there for now, but there's much more there. So this is just a couple of them. Second uh, Peter uh, two four, and God spared not the angels that sh- had sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into the chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. So yeah, yeah. Looking at this, uh, just a few verses uh, about giants and angels. Uh, I imagine this was part of the kind of a what helped you navigate to having an understanding of what might we be dealing with. And uh, could you could you expand upon that? Sure, sure. You know, as I began to do expand my research, you know, I did, like I said, I found people like L.A. Marzulli and, and Rob Skiba and, and the guy, uh, uh, some of those other guys. And, and, you know, and they were kind of pointing in this direction, and, you know, you know what? You know about the Nephilim, and uh, of course I've read you know in Genesis, and then also the Book of Enoch. Though you know, I, I like Rob Skiba says it's a biblically endorsed extra biblical book. You know, it's not it's not scripture, but Jesus and you know obviously was aware of the book and, and all the writers that Jude you know literally takes a you know a chapter out of Enoch and inserts it into his into his book. So. You know, uh, I think you know that you know God's kind of pointing the finger at this is an important writing, and you need to read this. You know, and you know for a historical, and you know, pretty much Enoch just comes right out and tells you, you know, that you know the the watchers came down the Mount Hermon, and they made a pact, and they took wives, and they you know, and they corrupted the genome of both humans and animals, and, and of course the whole. Uh, the whole brunt of this was, you know, is, is you know, in, in the Garden of Eden, when, uh, you know, when war, you know, basically God, you know, declared war, and He told Satan, you know, that uh, that uh, there will be in, I'll put enmity between my seed and thy seed, 
And the word seed, he's talking about offspring. He's talking about genetic seed. So obviously the devil's going to, you know, have children, all right? And so there's a war going on. And so, you know, so there, that's when war is declared. And, of course, if you're Satan and you know that Jesus is going to come, you know, be born of a virgin, a human and human being, you know, the first minefield or the first, you know, thing you're going to do is try to corrupt the genome. Right, because if you don't have any humans left, how's Jesus going to incarnate? Right, and so I think that was the first move, and that's the reason you had the flood. You know, it. You know, all flesh had, was corrupted, and that's a genetic corruption. In other words, you know, you know, saved the, you know, Noah and his sons and his family. So, you know, of course, you know, God, you know, brought the flood and destroyed, you know, this corrupted creation, and so. Uh, and then after the flood, you know, I'm, you know, you've got a couple of camps. You got there's been multiple incursions of fallen angels, and then those that believe, and I, I, I lean towards it, that uh, the wives of uh, Noah's uh, uh, sons were Nephilim women, because if you look at the XY chromosome, you can, uh, you know, a, a Nephilim woman can have a purebred human, and and they're all, you know, and God is directing this. So it's not just, you know, everybody just wants to think, well, how can you do that? Well, you know, you got to understand, you know, the Lord's still in control. And, and so, you know, but, you know, you know, when you were talking about, you know, after the flood and the, and the promised land was full of these giants, if you, you followed them back, you know, they came from, you know, uh, they came from Ham and uh, in his lineage and, and they popped, that's kind of where they popped up. And, of course, you know, the devil already knows that you know God's where God's going to take His people back to. So he starts seeding, you know, he starts seeding the land full of Nephilim to give uh, the children visual problems. So, you know, you know that's kind of you know a, you know a brief history of what's going on biblically, and and also to be honest with you, it's it's kind of hard to understand the whole biblical narrative if you don't understand about the fallen angels. The fact that they did create the Nephilim and and try to corrupt and try to corrupt the genome because a lot of things that happen don't make any sense and you think that God's a maniacal you know you know a lot of people you know you know he's committing genocide he's he's you know when the children of Israel go in you know I don't know you know there's some passages that say okay when you if you during war if when you conquer this tribe. Uh, you can go ahead and take the women as slaves and take spoils, blah blah blah, or, or blah blah yeah. But if you if you you know it, when, when you conquer this tribe, you're to kill everything: men, women, children, animals. Kill it all, burn it. Don't take any spoils. And so every people you know you know will look at that and say you know my goodness, you know God is you know telling them to literally just destroy and wipe out these people. You know, you know what? What in the world's going on here? But if you understand the Amalekites, by the by the way, the yeah. Amalekites. Right. Oh yeah, well, there's a whole bunch of them. There's a well, in particular, what you're talking about is that uh, with, with dealing with the Amalekites and Amalek, God was very upset. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and then there's the other guy, um, something at uh, Agog, Agog as well. Yeah. That, that was, Ammonites, or whatever it was, yeah, it was. Uh, he was a very, he was very upset with them too that they left. In fact, uh, when it came to uh, Samuel, 
and mm-hmm. God, and uh, and God was very upset with Saul because they didn't wipe out everybody and and they preserved Agog. And remember, Samuel got so upset that he he took Agog's uh, sword and chopped him in a bunch of pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a reason for that, right? And I mean, because yeah, yeah, there's something. Uh, yeah, there's well, much spiritually going on. So yeah, yeah, it was a spiritual thing. God knew that. Number one, these are. Number one, he did. You know, he doesn't want. You know, God is, you know, interacting to keep the Amplum from corrupting the genome again. So he's like, you know, wipe them out. You know, you know, it's a very, it's it, it's difficult for me to to really get my head around, you know, what happened, the, the major sin, because the watchers, you know, the two hundred, the two hundred watchers were, you know, bound in chains and thrown in Tartarus, you know, and and basically, if you if you read in Enoch, it was total sensory deprivation, total darkness, no hearing, they couldn't see, no nothing, you know, that was their punishment. You know, it was a it's such a great punishment that even the Michael uh, the angel Michael was like, whoa, you know, who in the world would you know want to endure that? You know, because what they did is they created a sentient living being with free will that had a non that did not have a divine soul. In other words, they created a damned being that had nowhere to go, and it was never supposed to exist. And, and, and I have some pity for them because, you know, it's not their fault, right? I mean, they were they were a product of a sin, a great sin, and now here they are. And so, you know, you know, it, it, to me, it, it, it's, it's a sad story. It is, you know. So you have all these races of people that when they, you know, their curse is when they die, their soul can't go to heaven. It won't go to hell. God, you know, decreed that they would. That's what the demons are. They would wander the earth, you know, and, you know, without a body. And, and and you know, their lot would be to be demonic, to, to torment human beings, to to you know, strive with human beings, uh, you know, and all this other stuff. So you know, that's kind of where the demonic realm comes from is the is the spirits of the dead nephilim, and that that's their you know. That's their fate, and then eventually they're, of course, going to be thrown in the pit, you know, with the devil and his angels. But it, you know, it is sometimes you think about it, it's not, you know, they didn't do anything to cause it. They they were the result of it, um, you know, a, a grievous sin that you know created, you know, a damned being from the start. And it's it's, right. it's very but, sad. Yeah. you know it, it's very sad, but you know that's why God you know said wipe them out. I mean, I pulled up the map here, and you know the Holy Land. When they went in, it was the Moabites and the Amorites and the Hivites and the Hittites and the, you know, yeah. you know, Jebusites and the Philistines and the Canaanites. These were all uh, Nephilim. They were not human. And uh, of course, a lot of them, Edomites and you know, the different one, the different tribes. Most of the time, these names, you know, denoted, you know. Their, you know, their physical characteristics. You know, there were the long necks, and there were some that were six finger, six toed giants. You know, so you know, so it, you know, it was a hodgepodge of different genetic anomalies. And I also and, believe that, and, and if you also you tie it also in with uh, sorcery and witchcraft, oh, and yeah. what happens? I mean, to, what happens to a person that gets involved with that? Because witchcraft basically is the use of demons. 
And once the, you get involved with that and you don't repent, it's a damnable sin. It's up there with murder. And the, all these people, all these groups, as you're mentioning as well, not only do you get, I think it was a combination of two things are going on. You have the uh, a, a polluted bloodstream some, somehow, some way after the flood happened. Whether it, we don't know for certain whether or not one of the the wives of the three sons of Noah, or you know, there's uh, there's so many different theories out there. But we do know mm-hmm. this: that there were giants afterwards, and oh, yeah. also there were witchcraft. And witchcraft, I know for certainty, without a shadow of a doubt, that it's all it's about use of demonic evil spirits. And if you become demonized or being worse, demon possessed, and you allow these things to dwell you, which is most people that are involved in the different black arts do, whether knowingly or not knowingly, doesn't matter. Uh, <clears throat> then you 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 are. Now here's another issue, you know, with actually, and this is why, like for instance, fornication is such a big deal to God, and mm-hmm. adultery and all this other stuff is because of what you know, uh, trans- yeah, and transferring uh, evil spirits from one person to another, and that's why he didn't want them to mix because of all the wicked arts of these these groups of people that you're and mentioning, and then. Of course, it, was, it leaves a doorway to allow other things to supernaturally happen as well. So uh, it's a combination of things. It's it's like it got it was so bad there in the land of Canaan <laughs> that that's why he had you know they had to wipe out these people because mm-hmm. they were because they were no longer redeemable yeah. uh, in the sight of God oh, yeah. and salvageable. So it was like if they didn't yeah. do that. You know, even people today that don't even believe in say our Lord Savior, uh, what would they be like today if they didn't do them? You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah, you I and I, what have we seen? Yeah. What you and I seen? You know, just from the images we take in, or from with our own naked eyes, these things are abominations. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely one hundred percent. They're 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 yeah. They're abominations, you know. I mean, they're not. Um, I mean, I I don't want to spend my life with these things, and I'm sure you don't. And and, and they're no. like cock, they're like cockroaches too. I'm gonna tell you, brother. I got people sending me images throughout the country and throughout the world, capturing me images of these things, and it's always the same thing over and over and over again. There's a thing. There's always something that looks like a dog man, and something that looks like a bigfoot, and everything else mixed in there. All. And they're like, and then, in and then in the second heaven in the atmosphere too, you're catching these images, and and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, these things they're everywhere. People don't realize how bad, how severe the spiritual warfare is that's going mm-hmm. on, and that also is connected to now if there is still flesh and blood things that are out there, and I'm still got a, like a very small window <laughs> for that, okay. <laughs> Because uh, what I'm discovering is that because I've seen the things and then they disappear, mm-hmm. and I know they move super fast and all that kind of stuff, but yet the, the, none of it's of this as far as uh, what you and I are familiar with. You know yeah. what I mean? As far as biologically, no way. Yeah. 
and my background is in science, by the way. It is in mm-hmm. uh, environmental science management and ecology. And so, I listen, and I used to design nature trails and all sorts of stuff. You're just no way you're going to convince me that if there are living, breeding, physical creatures like this, there's um, it doesn't fit in with the biome. It doesn't fit in with the ecology. It doesn't. Fit, they don't fit in. And um, so, anyways, now saying that, I I very convinced that these things can manifest in the flesh and they can leave footprints because I've seen them leave footprints and I've seen man prints on my car and I've seen uh, and, and I've seen the damage of what they've done to the woods around my town uh, and I know that's what they are after yeah. learning about tree structures and everything else and those things weren't there before yeah so well, I think we and, you know, we started to get into it, but, you know, before we started the interview and where I, you know, I was relating to you that I think, you know, you know, since these are Nephilim and they have, you know, angelic DNA, which gives them these abilities to be, inter, number one, to be interdimensional, but they still have a, you know, physical body. And, you know, I was, you know, saying the ones in my area especially have, have crossbred with humans, you know, that they're still stealing women just like they did with the Indians and having children with these women they steal, okay? And so they're have you know, you know, so their DNA is getting diluted, you know, and so you have a variety, you know, depending on the dilution of the DNA of abilities. Where you have you know, the more purebred they are, the more the, the more supernatural, more angelic like you would expect as that genome gets diluted they start to lose some of those abilities. So I, I think you may have some that, due to dilution, may not be able to go into, you know, may not be able to, you know, jump into the spiritual dimension anymore, or, you know, they just can't do it. But they still right. have some other abilities. And then you have those that are m- more than capable. You know, we were talking about, you have you have that dichotomy of those that disappear, you know, in the middle of a field, and then you have the one that gets run over by a car and killed. So you know what I'm saying. So they're you know, and and you know, and I'm aware of you know, it's kind of one of these things that some of them I know for you know I I, I got to be careful because I don't want to give away too much because I give people my word, but there are clans of these things that have lost their abilities to go interdimensional. Okay, but as Almost all Nephilim tribes do. They all go count. You know, they all go to cannibalism. I mean, that's one of the you know things they do. Even even back in the when they were in the Promised Land, you know, they devoured the land. They ate each other before the flood. They were eating people. You know, they're they're cannibals. It's what they do. And so there's sure. been groups of them. They're basically, you know, the scenario. Go and I put it's in my book. There's a couple scenarios that I'm aware of from two different special forces. Basically. You know, the big picture, the federal government's more than aware of them, knows what's going on, knows the whole picture. And there's, you know, they send, you know, a group of uh, of these creatures, Mantlum, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, whatever you want to call them. You know, they, you know, they break the rules because they're all rules, but they go rogue and they start eating people. Okay, well, so a local township, you know, happens upon, you know, a scene where there's, you know, the remains of eaten human bodies. Of course, they freak out, 
And they, of course, they, they think serial killer, right? Of course, they can't handle it. They call the FBI. The FBI comes in, you know, starts investigating, realizes this isn't a serial killing. This is, you know, these are these Sasquatch creatures. So they make their phone call, their protocol, and then they send in the special forces with, uh, with all their technology, and they go and they basically kill, kill the, kill the clan, kill everything, and zip them up in body bags and take them out. You know, take them to DARPA, where that DARPA is trying to, you know, recreate, you know, trying to create its own affluent. Uh, or gibberine, that's so called. You know, when you know a human being starts messing with his own genome, screws it up. So, you know, you have both. Uh, I believe, and I agree with you. I'm, you know, a lot of these creatures, there's a, it's so much going on. There, you know, there's a, you know, they, there's breeding programs. You know, the fallen angels are, are doing their breeding program, and you know, they're taking women and they're doing, and and they're trying to make they're trying to make nephilim look exactly like human beings. So they can infiltrate, you know, in the last day. But you know, there's also, you know, you got to understand, you know, and I think this is what I'm thinking. You know, you know, a third of the angels fell from heaven. So, you know, from a, a strategic a standpoint, from a strategic standpoint, the devil's got a problem. He, he, you know, he doesn't have enough, you know, warriors. So obviously, he's going to try to create more. You know, the only way he can create anything is, is through these hybrids. So he's number one, he's creating his hybrid army. Of course, we know that it, it's fruitless. But you know, Satan's criminally insane. Okay, he obviously he's insane <laughs> if he thinks he can overthrow God. So, but he thinks that. So that you know, that's part of the program. And so you've got this hodgepodge of creatures being created. Like you say, they're they're crossing DNA and creating dog man. You know they're creating goat men, and and and, and here's the you know, the scary part is is man gets involved in this, okay? And we are involved in this. You know, you know the Bible says the end time, you know, Jesus return will be like the days of Noah. On the days of Noah, everything was corrupted. The genome of everything was corrupted. So that's where we're going back to. I mean, we got transhumanism. We've got the chipper machines now that people can actually change their own DNA. You know, it, you know, it's getting it's getting crazy out there. So it's not. I'm like it. It's not, I'm it's liking not the fall angels. Scott, it's I'm not, liking. Yeah, my, it's everybody I'm liking, now. What? I, I I'm liking you a lot. I think you're gonna. I think you and I can have some very interesting conversations together. Yeah, because it's just we're on the, it, it we're on the same page yeah. pretty much. Which yeah, is, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. In fact, nuances, you're the first. But, you're the first person in the Bigfoot community that's actually on the same page with me. Yeah, well, I have to tell you that that I've met. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, some, a, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, Tom, uh, Tom Thurman, uh, or Tom, uh, what's his name? I, he was at that conference with me. Tom, uh, the one that did the locals, and uh, uh, he's he's not a Christian, but he's pretty close. He, you know, he's the one of the ones you have to say, well, you know. You know, they're, you know, he doesn't take the Christian approach. But as far as all the things that we think, he believe he believes the same thing. He just believes a different cause. You know what I'm saying? But he's right, right. there with us. And, and, you know, uh, and uh, you know, just to, to tell you, there's hope. I, I mean, my friend David Plotties, uh, you know, of NABS. I was a member of North American Bigfoot Search, and uh, we can get into the Sasquatch genome study if you want to, but. Uh, he uh he had a conference in Colorado 
where he bought, you know, it was, uh, it, it, it was, it was because David is big in the UFOs. He's a MUFON guy. And he's big friends with George uh, Knapp and, and Linda Moulton Howe, yada, yada. So he had a conference where it was Bigfoot, UFOs, you know, supernatural stuff. And so the audience was already receptive. And I gave my presentation on, you know, the Nephilim and laid out my case. And the audience was extremely receptive. And there were Christians there. I mean, I had right. several people come up to me and say, praise the Lord. She said, you know, I'm a Christian, you know, and. And I always knew that these things were Nephilim, and, and I'm so glad that you, you know, you know, that you wrote this book. That the Lord led you to write this book, and so under, you know, there's more Christians and there's more people out there interested in Bigfoot that believe like we believe. It's just they don't want to be seen as crazy. Does that make sense? So they, you know, they kind of sure. stay low key. And, and I'm just going to be—I'm going to be totally honest with you. There's no one in the Bigfoot world that doesn't know what we know. I'm telling you, Jeff Meldrum knows what we know. He knows everything we know, and that's why I have—you know—everybody says, "But he's a really nice guy." Oh, that's great. He's a nice guy, but he's lying through his freaking teeth. You know, he's high—you know, for—you know, for whatever reason. The same thing with some of these other people that are quote big in the Bigfoot world. They're hiding the truth, mostly for financial gain. But they know. Trust me, I've talked. I mean, I've talked to some of them. You know, I, I was on that. I was. I actually went on that show, Finding Bigfoot. Got to meet all those people. Took them to write research. Cliff knows exactly what's going on. Bobo's even more in tune. Bobo knows. Bobo's in. He knows. But you know, it's kind of like it's the old deal of like, hey, these people will to pay me running around the woods and do this show. And, you know, you got to strike while the iron's hot, so I'm going to take their money, you know, and, and spit out their crap. And then once, you know, the show's over with, you know, I'll have enough money to do my own thing. And that's kind of what, you know, some of those, you know, especially Cliff and Bobo for sure, you know, that's kind of what they were doing. They were just biding their time, you know, doing what they had to do, make money. But, uh, yeah, you know, I know Bobo knows. I mean, Bobo's had the... Uh, uh, the orbs, the whole nine. So it's Cliff. So it's not that they're not aware. It's just it's inconvenient. It's very inconvenient, you know. And, and it, you know, you know, like I say, oh, yeah. trying to make a living. So you can't, you know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting, not... that, Scott. It's like for me, it's like as if there's there's actually two camps. There's like the camps that absolutely hate us, hate me, and then there's a, this small majority that's growing that's saying. Mike, I'm so grateful that you're doing what you're doing. It's basically someone's going to have to take the hits. Yeah. And I don't yeah. have anything to lose. i got nothing to lose, well, so why not have the, maybe it's what it, it takes the hits, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's yeah. how I see I'm it. I'm an outsider. You know, yeah, I'm, a, I'm I know an outsider, you. always been an outsider. I'm not, I mean, uh, I, I, I am an amateur researcher. And, I, and to be honest with you, I, I technically stopped researching. You know, basically I... You know, the Lord convicted me, and I'm like, you know, I shouldn't seek them out anymore. So I, you know, I I do go, I, what I did is I just stuck, I, I just said, you know, I've had enough of this. I've got, you know, I've done it. Basically, I did what I set out to do, which is we had the genome study, and we said, we scientifically said these things exist, and here's what they are. Here's the genetics. Wrote the book, said here's what it is, and it's time to move on. There's nothing else. 
you know, you know, do do I when people contact me, do I help them? Of course, and, and I try to just you know, you know, and I do work with people. And if they're insisted on researching them, then I try to give them the tools to, you know, not get themselves killed, and not you know get some you know all this other stuff happen to them. But I go out into the woods now. When I go out, I hike, I, I fish, I, I camp. I don't seek them out. Now, I'm, you know, I'm not stupid. I, I, I still take a camera with me and do my back trail because, you know, like we said, I violated one of the rules, or I didn't violate, but I crossed the line with one of the rules. And though I have prayed and I, 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 I seek protection, that rule says, hey, he's invited us, so I may not be able to directly now interfere with him, but I can still follow him, and I can still run around him, and I can still whoop at him, and I can still throw rocks at him, and, you know, I can still do all these other crazy things. I just can't do it within a certain... It's almost like it's really interesting. It's like they know where your property line is, and they can't come on your property. But buddy, they can sit across the street and just go... They can go crazy. It's true. It's true. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. And that's what they do, too. And 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 that's the letter. That's the letter of the law. They know when I'm in the woods hiking that, you know, the rule is now they can't interact with me directly. But that don't mean that they can't follow me. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean they can't throw rocks at me. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean they can't whoop at me. So I've kind of come, made my peace with, you know, the consequences of your actions, you know, just like sin. You know, if you sin and do something, you know, you can be forgiven for it, but you still have to suffer the consequences of the sin. And it's the same thing with breaking some of the rules, or you know, or or or, or you know, uh, even in ignorance, I invited them. So there is a consequence of that, and for the rest of my life, I'm just going to have to deal with consequences. You know, and and just kind of you learn to deal with. You know, and I know in the I know where, you know, it's, it's all, you know, signs to me are obvious. You know where they're at. You know what they're doing. You know when they're around. You know, plus, you know, I get the, I get the feeling, you know, you know, so, you know, a lot of people do, you know, they can feel them when they're near. And uh, I think that's a spiritual thing. Uh, but, oh, yeah. uh, and so, but that's just what you live with. But, uh, you know, that's just part of it. But I don't. I don't actively seek them out, and I don't quote research. Now, what I've been doing is, is I've got like six years worth of video, you know, uh, digital video, you know, hundreds of hours. So I've been reviewing all that. I've found several things on my back trail, you know. And I wish I'd have had, you know, a few years ago when we were trying to do stuff with the study, but the, the white bigfoot was the first one. I've actually got one, one of these things actually moving quite well where you can see it and there's no doubt and uh but, you know you know it, and that thing's huge and it, it looks like to me it actually manifests it doesn't look like it came up it came up behind me but i think what it did it materialized and then when the camera swung around it realized crap there's a camera on the guy's shoulder he dumped down real quick but it was too late i got you know a few seconds worth on him but you know, that's bad you know and, you know, it's hard, you know. And another thing, you know, everybody says, well, why are they always a blob squatch? Well, obviously, they can they can do something to the camera. I don't know whether it's, you know, you know they they have that, they have some sort of ability that makes them fuzzy looking. I don't know what it is. I'm sure there's, a, you know, there's an explanation. But I don't know how many times we've had people say, look, this thing stepped out 10 feet in front of me. I pulled up my camera. 
and took a picture. And the thing was clear as a bell. And when I took the picture and looked at the picture, it was blurry. I can't explain it. You know, and, and I've had that more than once. So they, they have these abilities to, to mess up the cameras and, and, uh, and make, uh, make them not work, electronics. You know, they can, you know, you can put a trail camera in the woods and, you know, they, they, they know exactly where you put it. They, you know, I try to tell people they know everything that you know, period. And so they know what a camera is. They know how it works. They know what it's for. They know why you're in the woods. They know what you're thinking. They know what you're doing. And, and a lot of people have trouble with that. They have they have trouble believing that. And you know until experience teaches them otherwise. But you know that you know a lot of researchers you know still have this delusion that they're going to get a picture of one you know using a trail camera. And. You know, <laughs> Well, they'll they'll, 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 they'll deceive you using trail cameras. They'll mess with them. They'll lick them. They'll do stupid things to to throw. Well, that's you, an, you, know, you got amazing, amazing short video of that too. Of them actually yeah, that one, one licking it, yeah. manifesting yeah. and licking your camera, and you can yeah. see the tongue. You can see the face, and you're like, what? Yeah. Well, of course, you know these things would do stuff like that. They none of because you know they're just you know. They don't I think, think like part, us. Yeah, well, they're trying to deceive us too. I think part of the deception is they're letting people believe they they are this bigfoot creature, and so they play along. I, you know, the wood knocking and all this other stuff. You know, I think that's just a show. It, it's all just a show. It's it's deception. That's what they do. They deceive. You know, you know, they're deceivers. They're liars. They're, you know, they lie. I mean, one of the one one of the uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little incident that happened to me when I still wasn't trying I was still trying to figure out what I was dealing with, and uh, a friend of mine, Greg uh, Gradick, had gone with me, and we gone researching, going around my area, and nothing happened. And I told him on the way out, I said, I want to try a little experiment, and I said, I want to see how cognizant these things are, are they how intelligent they are. I said, I'm going to start bad mouthing. And I, I said, yeah. I, and I said, I may, I may even cuss at them. I said, I'm going to call them names, and I'm going to goat them, and I'm going to make fun of them, and I'm going to tempt them. And so, as we start walking out, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, Bigfoot or yada yada, and they're a bunch of cowards. And I mean, I was directly challenging them. Okay, I was, you know, I was belittling them, calling them names, all kinds of stuff. Well, we're walking out. And while I'm doing this, I do have my camera on. It's doing the background, and, and, and Greg's got a, a a digital voice recorder. He's got it running. And something that never happened to me, and I hope it never happens again, is I one of them zapped me, right? Right in the middle of one of my diatribes, I got zapped, okay? And it hit me, and uh, felt like it felt like I grabbed an electric fence, and a, a shot of, of energy went through my right arm, across my chest, and out my left arm. And it hit me so hard and addled me that I almost went almost went down, almost went out. But, I, you know, I kept my balance. I stumbled. And Greg, who was beside me, I said, did you feel that? He said, no, but I heard a whoosh, like a wind blowing by me. And so, and then the next day, we both, you know, I got up in the morning and I urinated blood. And I oh, called yeah. him. I called him, and he had urinated blood too, even though he hadn't got quote 
he didn't get the brunt of it. And and that right there was kind of putting me over the top and saying, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. These things understood English. They got upset, and then they reacted to being upset. They got mad, upset, and then they, you know, they reacted. They, you know, they took action against me. They zapped me, you know. And I said, at that point, that's when everything changed for me. I think that's when God, uh, you know, the gears changed as far as, you know, no, I'm not buying this other stuff anymore. You know, this whooping and all this donate, that stuff's for the birds. That's all I, I realized it was all a lie. They knew exactly what I was saying. They understood me. They had will, intellect, the whole nine. That's that kind of, that was the moment where the God turned the switch for me. And I knew I was dealing with something that was totally, you know, there you know, wasn't no dumb ape. And then that, really, that was the moment then that I broadened out and started looking for, okay, what are they then? Because if they're not dumb apes and they're not some sort of, you know, some sort of, you know, hominid thing, you know, what are they? And then that's kind of, and that's when I started, you know, getting into the research of the Nephilim and the other things and, and came, you know, really started, my eyes really started getting open to what was going on. But, you know, because they kind of, you know, they, in, in a way they messed up. <laughs> and maybe they were supposed to, you know. But, you know. Yeah, I think, I know for me, well, first of all, I've, been, I've had the pee in blood, the urinating blood experience too last year. And, um, yeah, so that's something that it was very disturbing when that happened. But it, um, and it's, apparently, it's quite it's more common than a lot of people are letting on about uh, uh, field researchers who end up experiencing as peeing blood. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and here's another thing too, because one of the things I do, I don't know, you probably haven't seen, you probably seen one of my videos and probably disagree with what I'm doing, or maybe you won't. I don't know. But I'm very upset about what they're doing around here and what they're doing throughout the world. And I feel very strongly I need to warn the world and particularly our brothers and sisters in Christ that mm-hmm. these things are causing huge havoc in so many areas, and they're just destroying the woods and destroying the trees. And and it's you know it's like the same old thing. And I you know the background that I have, you know, I know all about invasive species and all the different pests and all the different bugs that have come in and supposedly, you know, kill the ash trees or this or that. But now it's like everything's dying. And with the combination of the geoengineering that's going on and what these things are doing, I'm strongly convinced at this point that these things are one of the ones that are killing the forest. You look at a guy like uh, Colorado Bigfoot and just watch his progression. And as he has gone in and in the forest and, Every time it just gets worse and worse and worse, you know, and he's just like, wow, it's the most amazing thing. And like, can you not see what's before you? They're destroying the forest. They're stripping these trees of the branches, pulling these things out of the ground and making their structures. And you think that's cool. Meanwhile, all around you, the forest is dying. Mm-hmm. Do you, and these things, I, I really believe that these things have a connection with the reason why the Middle East is this barren wasteland that it is today because at one time Babylon had, was one of the seventh foreigners of the world with its hanging gardens and all that. And, and you know, if you look at, you know, uh, 
how fertile this place is. And I don't buy into the polar shift stuff. And I don't know how much of you listening to Rob Skybo in the past year or two, but uh, we're in agreement when it comes to like cosmology. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you watched mm-hmm. any of his stuff, but, you know, well, but I, I'm I, totally, I spent thousands of hours. Yeah. I'm totally agreement with it at this point that there's mm-hmm. no outer space. So you can't go in outer space. You're, you're, you shrink up like plastic wrap and you boil if you, you <laughs> in vacuum space. Yeah. Anyways, uh, back back to the topic. Um, you, you know these things are the gods allowing these things to be passed judgment on this place right now and throughout this world. I really do believe that this is they they have a role in this end time scenario. Oh, I agree. And if uh, the body, I mean... body of Christ doesn't get armored up. And 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 people don't start understanding the real power of spiritual warfare in the name of Jesus Christ, and they don't understand how to deal with these things. I've seen too many people now uh, who have either called me up or emailed me, and they've said similar things throughout the country that they have um, these things terrorizing their their homes, trying to break into their homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, causing you know you know peeking in the windows, doing all this crazy stuff like you said you know when you were a child, and I'm like, and, and it's only going to get worse, folks. These things are going to start walking down the main street like it's nothing at some point. I don't know when well, that's going to be. Yeah, but you know, I, well, it's uh, yeah. I, I mean, one time I, everybody they're used to the old wisdom was oh they, they live way out in the woods and you got to go in remote areas to find them. And I'm like, no. You know, they're, they're, they live on the uh, edge of, uh, you know, on our, they live on the edge of our civilization almost like they're staging <laughs> for an invasion. You know what I'm saying? I, I really agree. If you, you know, if you look at this, at the city-state and this whole thing with the G5 and everything else and with the Wi-Fi and everything, and, and, and enslaving us and it put us in more and more concentrated areas. And then, you know, and the, you know, it's like almost like the 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 ruling elite that uh, are ruled by Satan himself and these demons. I have decided to make some kind of deal with the the, the dark world, this the demonic realm, that you guys can have all full reign over the the woods and the forest, but we get this. You know what I mean? Because they just seem yeah. like there's like there's no consequences for them at all in the forest. And if you know if not, I got a fascinating story to tell, share with you someday if you're interested and ever come back. The Bombay for one one experience in my own town last summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just oh, yeah. it just gets weirder and weirder. I mean, when you're you know when you really look reflect on it, this journey, uh, which seemed like just a you know a weekend progress or a project to uh, you know find out if it was real or not turns out that i mean it was like i was guided from every step along the way i mean the very first time i went on the field research uh i literally in like less than a minute 30 seconds less than a minute from walking from the car i walk right under a huge major tree structure what a lot of people might call a tp structure something like that but a huge one with mm-hmm. huge trees and it's dead, definitive, and I got images of that too. I got to send you an image too, because the, some of the Bigfoot images that you're getting are almost the exact same ones that I'm capturing in my town. 
the mm-hmm. same guys. They look literally yeah. the same. You know, the black eyes and the black hair and then the no f- hair around the face and all that kind of stuff. It's like, uh, and by the way, I got to thank you one thing because you, you did, I did listen to you last year about, you know, because uh, you and a few other guys and explaining to me that if I, if you don't take pictures of them right away, but to the side and to the back, I and mean, cell phones mm-hmm. really good, actually, better than my estimated P900. Because somehow the P900, they're able to mess with it, the focusing. But with the cell phone, it's so small, they don't seem to notice it or whatever. Or they do mm-hmm. know it's there, but they, you know, they, they're not. And I catch most, uh, a lot more, uh, strangely enough, better images with the cell phone than as far as um, these entities than with, a, with the P900, expensive camera but that's really designed for more long distance type things yeah. anyways uh but uh um, bring the ships back over the horizon yeah <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> you have listened to some of that stuff haven't you <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i don't know if you agree with it or not but i'm pretty much convinced i was that before it's been three years i was at the beginning of that so but i just don't yeah, think well, it's like it's not the, the most world important is not what we think it is or what the, the world is not what people think it is. Let's say that. Um, yeah, now, I don't think God God intended. Uh, now, let's just think about this one. Th- we're, we're going in this direction. Okay. Now, if a third of the hosts of heaven and the washers are down here, okay, and they're and they're all their abominations. Do you think the last thing that God's going to ever do is give man the true knowledge of how to get to the third heaven? Mm-hmm. Are past a certain point, and we and know the Bible says clearly. Bible says clearly. Babel. That's why he stopped them. Yeah, they were, they, he said they were. You know, he said basically he admitted, yeah, they they could get to the third heaven. Of course, it would be folly, or they probably get destroyed immediately. But you know, anyway, you know, he stopped uh, them. Uh, they, they were going to get there. Uh, the Tower of Babel, there's definitely a connection with what we're talking about, believe it or not, folks. It really is. And, uh, uh, yeah, and so, yeah, it's, it just gets more and more. The more and more you learn about this and you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you in all this and, and learn about things and then to compare it with the Word of God, you realize that we've been lied to just about about everything in the planet <laughs> and this yeah. and this. In, in this place that we live, and that uh, God's not going to give us the full the full answer yet, because of with these things around, they're they're out to use they're out to steal, kill, and destroy us, and they're darn darn exactly. if they're not if they're not going to take advantage of us. So, yeah. and to get back that. to God. Well, actually, here's one of the things I haven't figured out, and I'm trying to, and I haven't really, I'm mean, never figuring out. You know, the, right now these these cryptids, these nephilim, whether it be dogman, Bigfoot, whatever, they even you know even the even the you know UFOs, the, the greys, and those created you know manipulated genetic things. They have rules they have to follow. Okay, they do have rules, and they right. like a, yeah, obviously a Bigfoot can't just walk in the middle of a town. Something prevents him from doing it. Something you know, I've had a dog man less than you know, you know, you know, two or three feet behind me. He could have just 
you know, walk my head off. But he could. Oh yeah, he did. So something stopped him. Okay, was it? And in my thing, I hadn't figured out whether, I, you know, I didn't know God. You know, you know, the Holy Spirit's restraining or God's restraining Satan. But I don't know if if it's God or if it's the devil or a combination of both. It's saying, hey, you know, you crazy little things. I'm not ready to reveal my plan yet. So you know, don't you know, don't interact with people because these things avoid us as if their lives depend on it. So, you know, as, you know, you know, one time, you know, David, my friend, is like they're, they're like members of SEAL Team 6 on steroids. You know, it's very interesting how they do interact with human beings when they, when things happen. Like when you catch one of the wares or, you know, you find him, you know, lots of times they won't look direct, directly at you or they'll only peek with one eye. They'll, they'll always hide their face. They'll put a leaf on their face. You know, they're always trying to hide their identity. You know, they'll zap you and run off. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they're high. You know, they'll mess up your cameras. You're not supposed to take a quick picture of them. It, you know what I'm saying? It's like there's a set of rules they have to follow at this current time. Now, God help us when those rules are lifted, and that's probably part of the end times and, you know, when, when all that starts, you know, it says that men's hearts will faint with what's coming up on the earth. So I'm sure, you know, you know, they're awful to look at now. You know, man, you know, I've, you know, I've seen a couple, and, and some people have seen others. You know, they're, they're, it's scary. You know, they're not yeah. pleasant to look. They're not pleasant to look at. To be honest with you. No. The, and so, uh, you know, hurt. my thing is who set, who sets the really rules? Who's enforcing the rules? So, don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe a combination of. You know, maybe a combination. So they definitely have rules, and they definitely have to follow. Right now, they do anyway. Yeah, and and you know, and you know, being protected under the blood of Jesus Christ is really the best answer that I've. I mean, that's the only thing that's worked for me. And and I've I listen to guys and all that about the guns and all that, and I like, oh, you know. At least for now, no, uh, the, the guns aren't going to help you very much, buddy. <laughs> They're not going to help yeah. you. Yeah, well, you know the power—the power, the power well, of the blood of Jesus Christ—is going to protect yeah. you a heck of a lot more than any gun, handmade yeah, gun. The only, the only way to kill these things is to behead. I can't. I mean, that's how you kill them, and, uh, and, and you know they'll regenerate. You know the the giant can the heart and the giants. I, I think that's why you know David and Goliath. When David, you know. Not, you know, basically, you know, but David took his sword out and cut his head off. I think there was a reason David cut his head off, because that was the only way to really kill him. Because if he had done that, he would have regenerated. I mean, I've heard, you know, the the, the John of Kandahar, you know, story, which I believe is true. These guys shot this thing, and, and of course, they just literally blew its head off, and that's what killed it. But the, the, the body wounds were healing within seconds. And I think the... the and, these nuts, I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, that's part of the DNA, uh, you know, and uh, Bigfoot are no different. You know, I've heard of people, there's more, more than one story, you know, of accidental shootings. Of, uh, you know, there's one story of a kid that uh, was hunting, and he was walking down a trail, and it was one of those deals where he looked at a stump, and he said, that's not a stump. And then when he recognized what it was, the, the Bigfoot kind of, like, realized the gig was up, and the boy recognized him when he stood up. Well, of course, when he stood up, here's 12 foot, 1,600 pounds. The boy panics, 
you know, shoots him out in the center of the chest, center of the chest with a thirty out six. And then, of course, it just turns and slowly walks off. Of course, the boy freaks out, runs back, tells his mom, "Oh, mom, I've shot somebody." Oh, hell, you know, he wasn't mean you shot somebody. She told him this hairy man stood up, and I panicked and I shot him. I killed a person. So she said, "Well, get in the car." So they get in the car. They go to the sheriff's department. Tells a story. Hey, I shot this guy. So they go back out there to the place where he shot him. They do find footprints, you know, you know, 16-inch footprints, but there's no blood, there's no body, there's no, you know, you know. And the boy, and the boy's like, look, I mean, this thing was 10 feet away from me. I know what I, you know, I shot him center cast. And, and, and of course, you know, there's no nothing. And there's other people that have shot him. With with no effect, you know. So, you know, the you know they they have these abilities and they have this genetic, you know, makeup that you're not going to be able to kill one. I'm, I'm convinced. You know, same thing with the dog man and anything else. I mean, except lop their heads off, but I don't want you know. How in the world are you going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Sure, so. but it, it's interesting though uh, the the. If you do, you bring up Jesus and the power and the blood of Jesus. They exactly. must. They do. They do. Or they'll stay they'll still, or they'll run, or they'll just leave. But they won't. They won't uh, take it any further. They'll, I mean, they'll try mm-hmm. to mess with you in your neighbor's yard and ruin their trees and everything. But they won't. There's mm-hmm. like there's like you know that hedge of protection that the Bible talks about. That God is that somehow that that they honor. You know, and uh, well, of course they do because it's God. It's God's protection. I mean, well, it's just like you know uh, those people who have to deal with the uh, abduction stuff. And I believe that happens. You know, unfortunately, you know, uh, you know the fallen angels and or they're they're you know those things they create. You know, we call grace. You know, there's a breeding program, and they're taking people. Uh, every you know it, you know. Anytime that anybody, you know, you know, the only way to stop it is to, you know, is to call upon the name of the Lord, and that stops, you know, whatever what, what that that will stop it, uh, you know, the abduction, and you know, and 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 I think it's, it's you know, and you know, the crazy thing is, there's a lot of people that you know have seen Bigfoot on, on UFOs, or or you know, have seen Bigfoot get off UFOs or go on UFOs. You know, and, you know, so anyway, you know, it's all related. You know, they're all, you know, you know, part, you know, you know, they're all part of, you know, the satanic realm, you know. And there's, like I said, there's just different, you know, the devil's, you know, I guess people, you know, our current culture has got so, you know, spiritual things, we don't think practically. And we want to think in these spiritual these over spiritual terms. But, you know, people just need to realize, you know, the devil is a sentient being, and, and he has lieutenants. And some even argue that they may even be, you know, his, uh, you know, they may even be at odds because, you know, either either the Lord's sown confusion or, or they're, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, all of them have egos. And you know because of the print, you know, the, you know the Lord put princes, you know, angels over the different uh, regions. You know, uh, one of the angels fought with the Prince of Persia. So you may, you know, you know, it may not be as, 
you know, the goal may be the same, but it may not be as coordinated as we think. You know, there may be the Prince of Persia may be upset, you know, maybe more with the Prince of America. And they're both fallen angels, you know what I'm saying, but they're 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 battling for worldly domination and worldly power. Of course, you got Satan as the head of the whole deal, but he may not at currently under the current economy with the with the restrainer in place. The devil may not have full control. You know, he is the prince of this world, but it may not be, you know, as fully as you know, you know, we may think. But you still have a strategy. You know, he's got programs going on. They have the use of technology. I mean, they, you know, they they create flying machines. We call them UFOs. You know, they're, they're you know, you know, they these angels have all this knowledge, so they're creating. You know, they're taking uh, you know full uh, advantage of the technology, and they're creating this technology to fly around them. And it's all you know, a lot of it's part of this deception. But you know, and they've got programs, they've got breeding programs going on, and. You know, something like say, if you don't, I don't believe in the second occurrence because I don't think angels knowing what God will do to them if they have direct copulation with a human woman, which is throw you for five thousand years in, in total sensory deprivation. They're probably you know, so it makes sense to me that they would be using genetic manipulation. You know, saying instead of direct copulation. So you know, so now they've got a genetic manipulation program going on. And they've got multiple ones going on, you know. They've got stuff going on all over the place. You know, he's got a worldwide, you know, uh, you know, thing going on. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, there's a chain of command, and there's lieutenants, and there's, you know, everybody has a little place in order. You know, he tries to mimic, you know, he's a, you know, counterfeiter, so he's trying to counterfeit God, and, and so he has his ranks and his angels and. They're all, you know, they're all about, you know, doing what, you know, they think they can do, which is, you know, ultimately war with God and, and killing, which we all know is ludicrous, but, you know, the devil has deceived himself and he thinks it's possible. So, right. you know, you know, and, 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 you know that's what, you know, like I said, he's criminally insane. He, he's lost his mind, you know, because, you know, even us lowly humans know that, God created you, there's no way you're going to kill him. <laughs> it, it is. It's laughable. Seriously. I mean, when you think about it, it's laughable. You know, well, it's, insanity. It's, you know, it's, it's the definition of insanity. Yeah. Satan is the yeah. definition of insanity, isn't he? Exactly. You know, you know, do the same thing over and over again and expect a, a different yeah. result. <laughs> but, so. but, you know, but, but logic and all that, I mean, you know, you know, and, you know, but it, it doesn't matter in his mind. He's he's going to create his army, and he's going to he's going to battle with God. You know what I'm saying? His his you know you know make no bones about it. He is a you know a lion, you know roaming about seeking who he can devour. And his plan is the destruction of all humans. You know he's making this place over in his image, which are you know just like you know that's why he's creating his being. He's creating these hybrid beings. Those those are his children. We are God's children. That's why he wants to destroy us. And he wants to make his children. And that's what he that's what he's doing. He's in a counterfeit program. And so that's why, you know, you know, I L. A. Marzulli tells the story, you know, he, they're getting good at creating human uh, basically they're now, I'm convinced they're never running around that look exactly like human beings and you really can't tell the difference. 
you can't, and they're infiltrating now. Like Rosalie tells a story about a pastor friend of his that's out uh, exercising, and he's actually praying, and he's a pastor, so he was, as he's you know walking, he's praying and thinking about his parishioners and thinking about things, and, and he says he, he just for some reason he just feels an ease. He looks up and there's a, a woman jogging toward him. He's a very athletic woman, real tall, six foot three, six foot two, blonde hair, uh, little you know piercing blue eyes. But something's wrong, you know, something's not right about her. And as she gets closer, you know, the feeling even gets worse. And he and as she get as you know, when she gets about ten feet of him, her eyes turn completely black. And of course he knows what she is. And so he starts rebuking her in the name of the Lord. And as she runs by him, she literally growls and hisses at him with her eyes black. And and you know and so, you know, and there's other people that have told, you know, stories about people that don't act right, that don't, you know, because, you know, they, they just act wrong. You know, they, they, they're they in certain situations, and these people don't act like you should in a certain situation. And, and so, obviously, you know, there's well, something I can tell going you, on. I can, tell, I, can, I can tell you personally, I, I mean, I'm an open book, so everyone's good. I don't care anymore. After everything yeah. I've gone through, I don't care. My son's mother, and I'm not saying this because I hate her, because I pray for her every day for her salvation. And you know, she treats me like a terrible, treats me terribly. I know that she can't help it, because she's a, an empty vessel that's just demonized beyond belief and probably demon possessed. Because I've seen her eyes change, literally, mm-hmm. yeah. in front of my face, and her behavior. And every time I get closer to the Lord, it's like all this havoc happens, you know what I mean, between me and her. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. I just be there, and it's just like, bam, go. She doesn't want anything to do with me, doesn't, you know, and, uh, and which is fine with me, but it's, uh, and now she's, like, using my son against me and all that. And that's a long story, and it's all right. But I'm just like, you know, God, I just, okay, I'm starting to get the picture here. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, but, and of course, the inevitable question is, why me? And, um, I think there's a lot of people in my position saying, why me? And the reason is, folks, is because we're in a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. We're in a spiritual warfare in which everything in the kitchen think, sink is being thrown at you. And you got to take this seriously. And for you pastors out there that aren't telling and warning the body of Christ, I hope that God has mercy on you. I really do, because it's not it's not. <laughs> your judgment's going to be pretty tough. I mean, things are bad out there. And the average person who calls himself a, a Christian have zero idea of how to, to wage spiritual warfare. Zero. They think going to church on Sunday is enough and praying in the morning, and that's going to be it. And I'm, you know, and but that's not the case when I've discovered that firsthand. So uh, mm-hmm. you really got to put on the full armor of God every day. And I can tell you, for a certainty, at least in my region, and my area, it's ramping up every day more and more and yeah, more. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, I, you know, the the population of these things is growing. More and more people are seeing them. Uh, you know, uh, the UFO phenomenon is, you know, is, is you know, look, we've got soft disclosure. 
Let's be honest. I mean, you know, the federal, you know, the United States military has admitted, okay, you know, I, I didn't think, I didn't ever think I'd say that in my lifetime. So that now they're admitting, you know, you know, I mean, so, you know, this thing, you know, this thing's, you know, you know, we're, we're ramping, this thing's ramping up. You know, I think, you know, I think we are in the last days and, and I think, you know, things were coming and coming sooner than later, you know. And, you know, you know, the, the church, unfortunately, the mainline church is asleep. And like you say, they they leave, uh, you know, they leave everything inside the church. They, you know, they believe, L.A. Marzulli has this thing about, you know, the church, you know, these people believe in talking, talking donkeys and, and floating axe heads and, you know, virgin births and, and people walking on water and, you know, you know, people being swallowed by whales. And they believe in all this supernatural stuff, but that's just in the Bible. <laughs> and when they walk out of church on Sunday after, you know, after the service, you know, all that's just for the Bible. That's not, none of that's happening today. And, and nothing could be further from the truth, you know. You know, oh, it's, it's, it's happening all over and all around us, and, and you know the Bible says we, like you said, we don't, we, we you know we don't we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, you know, and, and you know, and so you know we're our fight is actually against you know the fallen angels and and demonic entities. That's who we're fighting. That's who's behind. The physical stuff we see. That's who's behind the tyrants. That's who's behind the evil. You know, that's who we're really fighting. It's not a. It's not like right. a physical battle. I mean, it's not. It's not. You know. You know. And I'm, here's the thing. You know. It's, you know uh, and here's the thing. You know, if you're not protected by the blood of Jesus Christ, then you're an open vessel, and uh, you really don't. You don't have any defense, and so you're you're fair game to them. These yeah. demonic, the demonic realm, the fallen angels, uh, evil spirits, and, and the demons, and all that. You're you're a uh, fair game to them, and guarantee you, you're bare minimum demonized, bare minimum, because the number of, that I've seen, uh, and just I've captured other guys that I know they're doing their their own field research in their own little town or area. And it's just overwhelming. These things are cockroaches. You know, when it, Jesus talks about the de, uh, demoniac and him and the legion of demons that was inside him, uh, you know, uh, that's a heck of a lot of demons for one person. And I'm pretty convinced that there's enough for each person to be demonized or to have a legion of demons in them that's walking in this place. So uh, if I, I, if I were you folks, I would take it seriously. But then again, you also got to be as... as the body of Christ, we got to tell the whole story with those who, uh, what's going on, because, you know, with the, you're here, a lot of people here, so it's all like, you know, now that you accept Jesus, your life is going to be wonderful, and then he might give you a season, but he's also have to, he's going to have to teach you the whole truth, and you're going to have to go through a ton of suffering, and if you're not reading the Bible, and you're not accepting what Jesus actually says, <laughs> you're gonna, you're just gonna go back into the, um, you know, you got to be willing to, to face true hardship. And I know for me, I've had to experience basically losing everything, materially. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know what? I have a, I, I really have, 
the faith that he that God has given me, I it's irreplaceable, and I, I don't. I'm not going to apologize to anybody about it because I, I, I know that that's what you every single person needs if they want to not only be saved but to to, to get through the hard times that are coming. And it's going to be much worse, whatever people think it is and whatever their imagination. Just remember, the devil and his minions are a heck of a lot smarter than you. They've been around a lot longer. So when the hammer fall finally, you know, when the blank hits the fan or the hammer finally falls, you know, uh, uh, most people are not going to have... It doesn't matter how much, if you have 10 years of food storage and you have all the guns in the world and you've done everything you possibly can to be a one man Island ain't going to help you. If you don't know Jesus, if you're not right with God. Then you're not going to have any hope to get through all this. And if things are going to be supernatural, is you seeing the supernatural things revealed to you, to me, just a couple of average day guys, really. And, uh, and then you got, the fact that, you know, we're talking about supernatural and that the truth, you know, we're going to need to have so much faith in Christ as is, you know, the Exodus, you know, and they, the Israelites as they walked 40 years in the desert and God fed them the manna. You, you're going to have to put your all your faith and your cards in him. And as people say, if that's really irresponsible, I said, that, that's the most irresponsible thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Just get yourself right with God, and really develop that faith, because, uh, yeah, things aren't going to happen the way you think they're going to happen. And you know, the the, uh, the rulers of evil and the darkness of this world aren't going to tell you the truth. It's not their job to tell you the truth. No, their their job is to deceive you and to get you in such a position at the place that you will not be able to fight back at all. So, anyways, uh, we've been going at this for two hours, and I could go with this another two hours, but I know you got a, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a grandfather and a father, and you got all sorts of other things in your life. Yeah. Uh, one thing is, uh, once again, folks, uh, Scott Carpenter, he's got this uh, a book out that's been out for a while, uh, since 2013. It looks like June 11, at least. Oh, my, oh, my latest book has just been out. Of- a little under a year. It's called the Nephilim among us, and it, it, it covers. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. That's so yeah, scary. basically, it's the it's the culmination of my research. It's the I stay, you know, I take the person, you know, from A to Z, you know, how everything happened, how I came to my conclusions, and then what I really think they are. And and, and of course, I give my, you know, I, I both from uh, you know biblically, I quote scripture in this book. You know, I explain to the reader that, you know, I'm a Christian and I'm, this is my worldview. And so from, you know, not, you know, from biblically, I have, you know, biblical um, documentation in there. I have genetic things. I have witnesses. You know what I'm saying? I put my case together to say these things are Nephilim and here's why. And so uh, I make that case and it's called, the book's called The Nephilim Among Us. And then I... The subtitle is The Identity and Origin of the Sasquatch and Other Mysterious Creatures, an Amateur right. Researcher's Journey in Search of the Truth. And uh, I have a... I and have it a says you're Bigfoot. Can I, can I just interrupt just a little bit so that it tantalizes people no. a little more? It says Bigfoot, and no. Amazon says Bigfoot, gray aliens, dogman, orbs, and other unknown creatures. So a lot of you who have been following 
this channel, I think this is to be, uh, it could be a gratifying read for you, to say the least. Um, so give it a shot. You can get it at Amazon. Where else can you get it at? Uh, it's Amazon. It's Great Space. Uh, I put the link uh, to my book uh, and to the little uh, to my website that has the links on it uh, posted in the, in your Facebook page, and uh, okay. they can go there uh, and get it. I also also have an ebook. I mean, I recommend everybody get the ebook format. It's a downloadable uh, PDF because I you know I'm able to put a lot more pictures in there as far as the content of the pictures and it's it's a lot cheaper uh you know you know pretty much if if you let i self-publish using create space and amazon and they they pretty much tell you you've got to charge x and so i'm i really don't make hardly really i don't make any money off the book you know the hard copy uh and you know they just don't <laughs> but uh you know the ebook's cheaper for everybody you know I, I yeah. make a little bit more. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, so, you know, nobody. You know, I do, I do everything I did and do uh, out of my own pocket. You know, and so sure. you know, everybody gets mad. Well, you're going to make money, and I'm like, well, duh. I said, it takes gas. I said you got to buy SD cards. I said, you know, you know, it's not. You know, <laughs> people just think these things just happen. You know, you know, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to make money. You know, I'm trying to recoup more than make money you know that's the that's the sad fact it's just it's like no i'm not trying to make money i'm actually and i don't even you know it's a ministry and and, and uh, you know as far as i'm concerned and it's not about but you know you, you gotta you gotta you know i gotta eat gotta put gas in the truck and that sort of thing so a lot of people get get on you for selling a book and making money but you know you know i'm proud of the fact that i don't go around you know i don't do seminars you know, I don't. You know, I do have my books, but you know, uh, you know, I, I've done. I think I've done. You know, these Bigfoot conferences. I've gone to Ohio and done one, and I did for my friend David. I did for one in Colorado. That's it. And so, you know, like I said, I'm not one of these that you know <laughs> go around and set up my booth and start selling my little trinkets. Sure, I understand. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, I, res- I, yeah but- I respect your brother. That's why you're here. Hey, uh, um, at least why I invited you here. I mean, you didn't have to be here. Yeah. But, uh, so and maybe next time we could talk more about the book um, sure. when you're free, you're free to do it. I mean, I'm always game uh, anytime you want to do it. So, um, sure, next couple of weeks yeah, be but, fine. That would be awesome. You stay in line as I close out here, okay? okay uh, but Scott Carpenter, you can find him. He's also got his YouTube channel. He's got his website. Yeah, his Facebook page, his books, and how I forgot the Nephilim one. I, that's the one that everyone's. I'm surprised it's not. It's like it should be like. Well, it should make you a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no money in that. Trust me. I know there's not. There's no money in what I do. I mean, I haven't made. I've got a, yeah. few, a few nice, nice brothers in Christ who've. Help me, you know, to recoup some of the cost and help pay for some equipment and new computers and all that kind of stuff. And there's no money in it. So, anyways, uh, by by the way, thank you to those few that have helped. And God bless you much. Uh, Scott Carpenter. And uh, we're going to be talking more about what Sasquatch is, what Bigfoot is, what uh, aliens are, what orbs are. 
it should be cool. So um, let me end the recording here. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.